Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette. Today we're talking with three local nonprofit organizations, Naperville Garden Club, Summer Place Theatre, and the Education Centre. Watching Spotlight, and today I'm joined by Deb Tritt and Gail Glaw, and they're here with the Naperville Garden Club. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Super nice to have you here. We always enjoy your annual visit, and I'm going to start right out with you, Gail. Tell us a little bit about the Naperville Garden Club. You're celebrating a 90th anniversary this year. It, it's an amazing accomplishment for any group. Um, we have a mission statement that kind of centers us, and so that's one of the things that we like to kind of remind the community what we're about. It's it's kind of a fourfold piece. We we promote scholarships for students who have interests in areas that reflect uh, the club. We love to be able to provide trees and flowers that beautify the area as well as our personal service and we are um, very happy to always provide knowledge and education for people who are interested in wanting more love of gardening. So yeah that's that's what's focused us all these 90 years. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a wonderful, wonderful history. And I mean, I'm just going to point out this incredibly beautiful uh, arrangement here, which you provide us with flowers each and every show, right. and we thank you for that. Um, as we look, Deb, and think about the footprint that you have mm -hmm. within the Naperville community, give us a little bit more of a perspective on that. We have many, many projects, and it suits all different talents of our members. Um, big one is scholarships. Um, we've been doing that since 1978. Um, we have this year two therapy gardens at schools for autistic children, one in Lyle and one in Naperville, um, where we plan, plant, and help maintain the vegetable gardens, and then the students come out and learn all about gardening and how they get their food. Um, like you said, we, we do these arrangements. We also provide an arrangement every week at the Ronald McDonald Room at Edwards Hospital. Um, we do a collect for loaves and fishes every month. We have a, a multiple community projects like the Healthy Kids Day at the YMCA. Um, we've done the um, Blue Star Marker down by the train station as well as a tree and a bench down there. This year for our 90th, we planted a tree at Central Park and it has a nice plaque. Nice. So we, we have big projects, we have little projects. Whatever anybody says, hey, let's do this, then we do it. I love it. And, and it's such a wide array, but everything focused around beautification, nature, and making things right. really lovely. Yeah. So, and I know those people that get those scholarships really appreciate that. Thank uh, you. That's a wonderful thing. Gail, how, it, 90 years, obviously, the world has changed over that course of that 90 years. How has your membership evolved? It's an interesting point. We find as a non-for-profit volunteer organization, like so many throughout the country, um, people have a lot of choices how to spend their time and money and efforts. And so one, about a couple decades ago, we would have been about 100 plus members strong. We're leveling out around 80 at this point. Um, we also find it interesting that 
members come to our club kind of in two different paths oftentimes. Mostly it's because of the obvious love of gardening and holder culture. Some of it though is because of our cup of cheer holiday house walk and tea that we do every year and that's coming up again. So it's it's very fascinating and we find that at the end of the day there's programs and projects that people just love to embrace and that's what gets people to come in the first place. So that, That's wonderful and, and so do you have a lot of members that have been there a long time? Yes. <laughs> We really do. You're laughing down. <laughs> no, no, we have 15 that are life members, which means they've been there at least 35 years. And, and four that are 50 years. That is incredible. Isn't that what something? a statement about the club, right? Yeah. Exactly. And do you see a lot of, I, I mean, as you obviously, and I think that's true in every organization, numbers are getting smaller, people are being pulled in lots of different right. directions. But do you see younger people coming in as well? Yes, we do. Um, it's interesting how they are managing still to juggle as much as they do, but there is. And they find the, the, the connection between older members and younger members is really, is really a strong point for us. So we're very, we're very lucky that way. Yeah, I think that whole multi-generation. And gardening is something who can't get themselves around that, Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Now, you have been doing for many, many years, and I know it's something the community really looks forward to, Cup of Cheer. Mm -hmm. So, Deb, give us a bit more background on the Cup of Cheer, maybe how it got started, and then what this year's event looks like. Well, it got started much smaller than what it is now, um, ladies wanting to open their homes and have them decorated. This will be our 58th year. And there are people who have 58 of our teacups. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's December 5th and 6th. Um, hopefully the weather will be good. Um, but it is our major fundraiser. We do smaller fundraisers like our plant sale in May, but this is our big one. And this is where we get our funds to do our scholarships and the community projects. So uh, everybody should come out. These are our lovely cups this year. You get a choice between one or the other. I know I have several of these at home. Um, say a little bit more about, because this is a process, right, to just get these cups and get them designed, and I know oh, you've yeah. got an amazing collection that you've done over the years. Say a little bit about this one particularly. Well, it's something different. It's not the, the floral or the bird ones that we usually do. I, I think they're kind of a little art deco. Um, just something different, because when you do have a collection of these, you don't want them all the same. Yeah. So this one's kind of unusual. I like the part where, you know, you get to go in, I know some of your homes are decorated by members of the club, right? And some are decorated by the owners themselves, but boy, do you get a lot of good ideas, right? Oh, that's the whole idea is get the good ideas. Then you come to the holiday market and there's just one of a kind things all over the place. Some, some we purchase, but some the members have made throughout the year. And then you come to the holiday tea where you get your cup. You have tea or coffee and a beautiful selection of homemade cookies. Yeah, that's and always a nice nice way to end up a right. little walking tour, right? right? And, right. and we've also been doing gluten-free cookies for the past few years. Oh, I love that. Right. That's great. That's wonderful. Now, where is the, uh, once we've done, do you want to say anything yet about the homes or we'll keep that a surprise? Oh, yeah, no, that should be a surprise. Okay, we'll keep that a surprise. But where's the uh, holiday tea and the market going to be? At the VFW Hall. Okay, wonderful, good, wonderful. Good parking. Yes, excellent right. parking. Very easy to get in and out of, right? right. Mm -hmm. So where would people go to get the tickets for this year's event? We have vendors throughout the city that they can go to. Uh, Oxford Bank has two locations. There's two locations with the Wintrust Banks in Naperville and Nona Joe's. Okay. So, yeah, they can get and, tickets. And online. Oh, exactly. That's Hotel. another great feature. <laughs> We've been doing that now for the past few years, and that's really been greatly received. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. As we quickly wrap up here, just tell us uh, where do we meet and when for the Garden Club? 
We meet the fourth Wednesday of the month. We meet at the White Eagle Golf Club. Uh, it is a nice full morning with a business meeting and breakfast and uh, a fantastic program. All kinds of information about that. We have connection coffee throughout the year as well. A little smaller venue for people to kind of get together. Okay. Um, and you can get all that information on our website. Wonderful. Well, listen, I am going to be hoping for a super great day for you for the cup of chair. <laughs> thank you. It, and rain, shine, or snow, it will be wonderful no matter what. Thank so you. Thank you for all you're doing to beautify Naperville and, and keep gardening going. That's just such a wonderful, it's it a is. great therapy. It's a great therapy. <laughs> thank so thank you. you. Thank you. If you would like to purchase tickets for the cup of chair or you'd like to join the garden club, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. work hard and you want to see your efforts pay off literally whether you're dreaming of retirement growing your business or leaving a legacy for future generations at Busey we help you realize the possibilities of tomorrow we listen to your needs and goals to create a sound strategy for you and your family enjoy the achievements of your life and work we'll handle the rest Busey your dream our promise If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now is Don Gingold. He's here to talk about the Summer Place Theater and ghost stories. So, how are you, Don? I'm doing great. How about you, Jane? I am excellent. And we're going to talk right away about the 53rd season of Summer Place Theater. That's what hard a, to imagine. I, I know. I don't look that old, do I? No, Maybe I do. totally I not. We had a wonderful season. It was a very different season. We're, we've been for years now, 20 plus years, over at Central High School, but the high school redid all the lighting for the auditorium for the kids. Obviously, it's a school. It's for the kids. So the folks that got uh, the short end of that was us. So we had to go find another place. And we did so with the great people over at Community Christian Church. They have a black box theater, uh, 220 seats, gorgeous little theater. Uh, and we put all of our three shows on, uh, South, uh, South Pacific, My Three Angels, and Mamma Mia. Um, and we had sold out crowds, which you can do at a 220 seat theater. It's difficult to sell out a 900 seat theater uh, yeah. in, you know, for community theater. Yeah. So we're really, really pleased with this last season. Yeah, and I would imagine that kind of gave you an intimacy that perhaps you hadn't had before. Yes, and a level of energy with people sitting close to one another and everybody packed in. The actors loved it, the audience loved it. It was a great experience. So oh, good for you. big kudos to the folks over at Community Christian Church and a big thank you for them. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Now we're moving to fall, sadly, yes. you can tell by my flowers. So yes. uh, what's in store for the fall for you? Well, that's why I'm dressed in black. It's ghost stories <laughs> in the park in the dark. In the dark. <laughs> right. uh, we have a 20, oh, I 24, 24 year tradition of telling ghost stories the first weekend of October. Um, and we have a group of people that'll be coming, some of the people coming back and a couple of new people that'll be telling ghost stories, have a lot of fun. We have stories for kids, stories for older people. Um, there's uh, sometimes you do a song, uh, Werewolves of London, oh, Monster love Mash. It. Love it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, uh, the, the Michael Jackson thriller, okay. those kind of things. And then of course, just some good scary stories. 
Okay. And we range that scariness by the age of the audience, I assume. Yes, yes. Uh, the <laughs> Scarier first... for the kids, not so much for us adults. <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, the, the, the adults are cerebral. Okay, yes. yes. exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, what really got you started with that? Because obviously you've got a long tradition, but, you know, kind of how did that get started? How Back about years? 24, 25 years ago, uh, one of our, go- one of our uh, summer plays board, Diane Ladley, uh, started ghost stories. Uh, she is a an actual ghost hunter type person. She's oh. got the equipment, the electronics, and all of that. And she tells ghost stories. Uh, there are many famous ghost stories around Naperville, uh, around Aurora, uh, around the whole western suburbs. And she has led a group of like ghost tours uh, over the years. But way back when is when she got her start doing ghost stories for us. And she started the whole group. And uh, it had been uh, every year kind of the same kind of a thing uh, we would uh, have a group of people sit down quietly and uh, sit and listen to a storyteller uh, mesmerize the kids and the adults with a good ghost story and then uh, another person would come out and do another story etc etc and we have a team of maybe uh, five or six or eight depending on the year ghost storytellers telling the stories that's wonderful so yeah. now what's kind of new for this year with your program Ooh, um, a couple of things that we're doing uh, a couple of new stories um, Riverview is a an, a long time Chicago amusement park from back in the day uh, and the uh, uh, one of our ghost storytellers Dave Santori is going to be telling a story about his escapades in Riverview as a kid, including the phantom uh, that was the phantom who uh, who uh, uh, haunted the roller coaster there. Oh, yes. okay. So that's going to be fun. Now, can do do people get dressed up when they come for this? That's a great idea. Let's yeah. have them. Come on, everybody, get dressed up. Yeah, oh, yes. I just wonder, uh, like, if, you know, people kind of get into the spirit well, of, like, the Halloween, a little bit scary in the dark, so. Well, what they definitely should do is dress for the weather because it is outside. <laughs> right. Okay. The Grand so Pavilion, so you're covered, <laughs> but all of the, right. <laughs> some years you do, it, it gets very cold in the evening. Some years it's very warm. Some years there's a lot of rain, but it's, uh, the Grand Pavilion is a, is a beautiful big pavilion, all open air, but of course with a road. Right. Uh, so you'll be you'll be nice and dry once you get under there. Okay. Uh, and it's no matter what the weather is, rain or shine, uh, we're going to be there You're and do the be performance. There. Yeah. Now, do we need tickets for that, Don? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, uh, the Park District, of course, we're at the Park District's Grand Pavilion, and they are uh, partners with us in Ghost Stories. Okay. Uh, they are the ones that are selling the tickets. So if you buy your tickets ahead of time, you go over to the Park District. The easiest thing is to go to summerplacetheater.org and uh, click on the button that says buy tickets. We'll route you over to the page on the Park District side okay, wonderful. Uh, to get the tickets. $7 for anybody, okay. uh, adults or children, just one low price. Okay. Um, and uh, if you don't buy your tickets uh, ahead of time, but you still want to go, we'll take cash or charge uh, at the door. Okay, at the door, yes. to the pavilion. <laughs> uh, right, exactly. We'll, we're, we'll put a sentry up and you have to get past that person. Not, not what's the special word. Right. right. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Now let's jump ahead a little bit because, Ooh. you know, fall falls a little cold and then we get yes. into that winter thing. So much better to get back out on, on the other side to and, summer. And think summer. 2020. 2020. What's coming up for Summer Place Theater we in 2020? An, we have an exciting season in store for you next summer. Uh, we are celebrating freedom. It is the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II. Mm -hmm. So because of that, we picked three shows that will fit in that. The first show, 
Cabaret. Uh, we're talking to a director and he had a great observation of Cabaret. Uh, there are monsters and there are villains. The monsters are the Nazis. The villains are the ones that let them into power. Mm. So uh, Cabaret is a wonderful story and great music and we've all remembered those. It is the 1967 version, so the original Cabaret. Okay. Then we have the Diary of Anne Frank, uh, which of course just last year was the 75th anniversary right. of, of that, but because of the season uh, uh, pulling it all together, we put that in the middle. The last one, the big uh, f uh, exhilarating sound of music, oh. which of course is all um, the, the family of the Von Trapps uh, and all of the, the fun inside the family amid the time where they were uh, when uh, Nazi Germany was coming to rise to power and Austria wanted, uh, they had people who wanted their independence. Yeah. And of course that whole story and we've seen it with Julie Andrews and yeah. uh, we're putting it on the stage. We've done it years ago. Uh, it's a great community theater piece because there's lots of nuns. Yeah. You've got a number of kids. We have to find just the right kids, but plenty of people can be in the show. And we are a community theater, and that's where our actors come from, our yeah. community. Which so. is wonderful. Well, that sounds like an absolutely amazing season. Yes, it's going to be I fun. wish you all the best. Thank I'm going to hope for slightly warmer weather for you for your ghost stories. You. And then we'll look forward to hearing more about 2020 back at Summer Place Theater. Very good. Thank you. If you would like to learn more about Summer Place Theater or purchase tickets to the ghost stories in the park, please go and visit their website. We're gonna take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Timing is everything, especially when it comes to your business. Whether you're ready to start up or expand out, Running a business is challenging. You deserve a trusted partner. At Busey, we tailor our approach to your unique needs and help you navigate financial decisions, achieve your goals, and realize your dreams of success. Your dreams shouldn't wait. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Wernett. I'm joined now by Mike Liddow of the Education Center and Ray McGurry of the Naphill Park District. So welcome. Thank you for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Always good to have you. Absolutely. And Mike, you are celebrating a big anniversary with the Education Center, 40 golden years, or in this case, 40 ruby years, right, for the mm -hmm. anniversary. Um, there's a need in the community. Talk a little bit about the need that you see and the work that you do. Well. There's definitely a need, and there's, there's always been a need, and sometimes those needs change. But we're talking about kids who struggle with school, struggle with parents, struggle with peers, uh, have a lot of anxiety, a lot of uh, some depression. And so we provide an opportunity for them to come in, and we talk to them and listen to them and take them seriously and try to provide an opportunity for them to get things off their chest and show them a way how to be successful, not only in school, but in life. Yeah, all about looking through that front window, right? 
Right. Yeah, that's terrific. Now, Ray, you've been involved for many years with the Education Center in Correct. a variety of different capacities. Right. So you, from an outside perspective and in all the work that you do, so from a police person as well as uh, with the Park District, you see a lot of what's going on in the community. How do you see the needs being addressed with the Education Center? Um, you know, I would have to say that, um, you know, over my, it'll be almost 40 years, that's the number that we're hitting on in public service. Uh, I've worked with a lot of impactful people. Uh, and I would say that Mike here and the Education Center is probably the most impactful that I've ever worked with in my 40 years, especially on the law enforcement side. Um, you know, lots of people in the community oftentimes are lost when, when they have a child in distress. Um, and oftentimes they go to Google to look for answers for their child. Um, we were fortunate enough to have somebody like Mike, and I say we, the police department, um, to be able to reach out, make connections, uh, send them to a resource that we were confident uh, he would be able to, in a no-nonsense manner, I think he probably would talk about that himself, um, get to the root of the problem and have that person take some ownership for the issues that they are, they're having. Um, so, I, I mean, from a law enforcement standpoint, slam dunk, absolutely, he's the, the, the prince. Park District standpoint, we've had some interaction together uh, in my 11 years here at the Park District, and it has to do a lot with the same type of individuals that um, are looking need a break. They need a break for employment, uh, they want a job, uh, and so oftentimes Mike and I will talk and we'll slate people into certain positions in the Park District, and it's worked out wonderfully, and we will continue to have that partnership. Yeah, and I think I know, Mike, because we've talked over the years. I mean, accountability uh, is such an important component of that, right? And t talk to us a little well, bit more about that. The, the, the whole philosophy, or our, our, I would say our mission statement is helping kids succeed not only in school but in life. How do we do that? By giving them the skills, the self-confidence, and motivation to achieve that success, regardless of what has happened in their life. How to, how to get through that, how to get past it, and be able to persevere, be persistent, determined. And accountability means what have they done to make the situation better? Either they make changes or they make excuses. We help them make changes. So they can go in and they come in sometimes feeling in despair, and we try to change that despair to optimism and, and a sense of hope that they can be successful and our, our goal is to instill in them faith in themselves that they can do whatever they want to do but they got to work yeah. the success is not an accident it just doesn't happen you know and so when things get tough you don't throw up your hands you roll up your sleeves and you find a way and not an excuse yeah and I think that's so important and you've talked a lot about that but I also like something that you said right at the start which is we take them seriously and I think that's oftentimes something that you know we we they're kids you know yeah they think they've got you know, we don't take them as seriously as maybe we can and I think that's something you've always uh, stressed. Well I always take kids seriously and I listen to them I don't, I'm not judgmental I don't preach lecture sermonize I don't talk down to them but at the same time I, I respect and expect that in return yeah. You know, don't dance me around the building. Don't try to tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. I'm here to do what I can to help you, but I don't have a magic wand. Right. You're going to have to do the heavy lifting. I don't give advice. I give information. Well, talk a little bit about that because you give a lot of tools and resources both to uh, young people and also to parents. So talk a little bit about that. Well, the tools we give them, if it's school-related, it's how to study time management, organization, special education needs, attention deficit, you know, how to become more organized, how to, how to make the most of your time 
and prioritize and get things you need to get done and set up a situation of monitoring to determine and evaluate is what you're doing is working and if it's not, go back to the drawing board. Parents need some guidance and to empower themselves to take control of the situation at home. Many of them are frustrated. Many of them are dealing with children uh, that have, an, I would say, an acute sense of entitlement. Mm -hmm. And this is struggles and parents struggle and they have a, an issue with consequences, how to be consistent, mm -hmm. how to follow through. So we provide all that, not only for the, if parents are part of the problem, they're part of the solution. Right. Right, absolutely. Well, and another part, and I think this is interesting, Ray, because you've sort of worked a lot, as you already mentioned, in this sort of collaboration, uh, collaboration between families, between counselors, between uh, the police department. So talk a little bit about that. Um, in, you know, as far as collaboration with Mike and the yeah. Education Center, um, well, Mike is part of the collaborative youth team here in, in, in Naperville, uh, and that's just a, a, a whole myriad of different agencies from, you know, um, religious to the school districts to the police department fire department there's all so many different ones and Mike being part of that is kind of the conduit for us it's kind of like a wraparound service yeah so you know at the end of the day you need somebody to kind of take charge like Mike was talking about uh, taking charge taking accountability and this is the guy that does it this is the guy at those meetings will oftentimes speak up and say if I'm hearing this correctly we should probably do something like that you know mm -hmm. this a B and C um, so he has touched so many lives, and of course I'm biased. I love this guy, and I love what he does for um, a living. And, and I've often said to people, my life has often been, you know, when I was a police officer, based on facts and evidence. Right. Um, he produces facts and evidence. I've seen it, because I've sent people to him. I've told other people about the Education Center, and they've called me and said, he has been a, a blessing to us, and thank you so much for making a recommendation. So I'm proud to be sitting next to this guy. Um, you know, again, there, there's some difficult things that are going on in our community. We all know that, right. uh, but you need more people like Mike uh, in the education center. So. Um, I, again, I can't say enough about the things that he's done for the community. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, and certainly, you know, everybody trying to collaborate together and right. make sure we're all, all the adults are on the same page, Correct. right? Right. Let's talk, let's move to something because as we go, uh, the kids' best friend event. It's something that you've done annually. It's a wonderful opportunity. I think the way that you honor people within the community, kind of lift them up. Uh, they reflect a lot of the values that you do. Mike, where's the event this year? Tell us who you might be honoring. Give us a little bit of information. Well, the event will be October 12th at the, uh, it used to be the Hilton. Now it's the Doubletree of Hilton. On October 12th, we have a, a reception then followed by dinner and awards. And it's our major fundraiser, and the money is used and is allocated to work with kids and families who struggle financially. We don't turn anybody away from money. Also, we use it as an opportunity to acknowledge and uh, people in the community who do great things on, on, uh, for children. This year, our Kids Best Friend Award is going to a gentleman named Mickey Victory, or Michael Victory. A lot of people in this community may not be aware of him, but we want to make sure that they learn about Michael Victory. He's been involved in student programs and, and a valuable resource, and we wanted to acknowledge him for all the great work that he does. Our Make a Difference Award is going to be presented to Nikki Anderson, who is uh, CEO and President of the Chamber of Commerce, who does a number of different wonderful things over the years to make this community a great community. So we're hoping people will come out. It's our 40th year. We want to celebrate. We want to do it up big. 
So uh, we're looking forward to it. And this will just be the start of 40 more. 40 more. I love 40 it. More. I love it. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. We so appreciate it. And if you would like to find out more about the Education Center or you want to purchase tickets to their Kids Best Friend Benefit, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us today on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you want to learn more about the organizations featured on today's show, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in your community, sign up to receive our daily news update, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernette. Thank you for watching.